What is up, sister friend? I am so glad you're here and welcome to the Magic in Your Business podcast. My name is Cassie and I'm a former speech language pathologist who left my nine to five to pursue my passion as a virtual health and wellness coach, business mentor, and work at home mama to my son, Jax. I am so pumped to share with you all things business, confidence, mindset, and spirituality. If you're ready to put the soul and joy back into your life and business, this is the place for you. Welcome and let's do this thing. Welcome to the Magic in Your Business podcast. Hello. Um, I don't know why I just repeated the intro, but we're going to go with it because <laughs> I don't really edit this podcast. So let's just roll. Super, super excited to talk about today's topic because, oh my God, it is such a freaking game changer when you can wrap your head around what I'm about to share with you and when you can learn to operate from this space because so many of us struggle with scarcity in our business and lack mindset, and boy, have I been there, big time. I would say that's probably one of the biggest things I've had to overcome in growing my business is just learning to get out of the scarcity, fear, lack, feeling like there's never enough money, enough clients, enough you know, people following me, enough interactions, enough whatever, blah, 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 blah. And the scarcity mindset, the feelings of lack, it can really, really get in your way. So what I want to share with you are just a couple tips, just a, just some mindset to help you really feel into this and create shifts within yourself because you're going to attract into your business what you're a vibrational match for. And if you're working from a vibration and energy of scarcity, lack, fear, not enough, I mean, that's that's a rough way to grow a business. I've done it. I've done it. And oftentimes it results in business owners then going into their overdoing. They're overcompensating their masculine, their hustle because they're so in their scarcity, at least was the case for me. I was so in my scarcity around, you know, money, clients, etc., that I would just work really, really hard. Because I really thought if I worked hard enough, I could compensate for that. And it made me in a lot of ways feel better. But it didn't actually help me necessarily create better results. It just meant I was working harder so I would feel better. You know, I would feel like, okay, well, I took massive action. I worked my ass off this week. So therefore, it would almost counteract those feelings of scarcity that I had. Does that make sense? And it was basically just a band-aid for the problem. Because the problem was I had subconscious beliefs and conscious beliefs that were rooted in scarcity. So it didn't matter what I did. It was like I was always running from these feelings of lack, these feelings of fear because I didn't know how to handle them. I didn't know how to process them. I didn't understand how to make the mindset shifts. And I would read books on money and listen to podcasts about money. But it seemed like, yeah, I do all this work to shift my money mindset, to shift my consciousness around money. And it just felt like it never really clicked. It never really made a difference. And it wasn't until I started doing the work I do now as a hypnotherapist with subconscious reprogramming and the other tools I use and the energy work actually that I actually created those shifts. Huge reason for that is because we can listen to pod, like, like this is a podcast, right? This is just content. This is information for your analytical mind. I'm not doing any subconscious reprogramming while you're listening to this, at least not intentionally at all, right? So When you're listening to a podcast or you're listening to a training about money mindset or maybe you're even reading a book, 
I think those things are amazing. Like they definitely have an impact, especially because repetition is one way to reprogram your subconscious. So if you do enough of those trainings, read enough of those bro- those books, you will start to reprogram your mind. You will start to see things in a different way, but it can feel very strenuous and slow because that's the analytical mind. That's your conscious mind, which is only, you know, 4% of your mind. It's the smallest part of who you are. Right, so the rest of your mind is that conscious mind. So you're basically using like the smallest part of who you are to 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 try and create changes within the whole of who you are. Can we just talk about how bad I just stuttered? Oh my gosh! And I, like I said, I don't really edit these podcasts very much because I'm just here. I'm just raw. I'm just who I am. So I just kind of go with it. I just stuttered so bad. Does anybody else out there stutter? Anyway, sorry, that was really embarrassing, but we're going to keep going. So (laughs) with that being said, those things are great. But what really created shifts for me was learning to tap into my subconscious mind and reprogram it at the source, at the actual root. Because once I did that, everything else shifted automatically. But some other things I want to share with you is... What we often do, especially in business, in sales, if you have a business, you're you're in sales. You're selling something, whether it's a service or a product, selling yourself, selling a brand, like you're selling, right? So a lot of the times what happens when we're in business, we're in sales, is we put our money stories on our customers. You've done this. I've done this. We're all doing it all the time. We put our limiting beliefs and our shitty scarcity stories on other people. Big time. So a lot of the times, I did this when I first started my health coaching business way back in the day, 2016. I was broke as crap, okay? So my husband and I, well, we were engaged at the time, but nonetheless, we were over $100,000 in debt, living paycheck to paycheck, couldn't afford anything other than like this tiny little condo, um, and we just didn't have any money, right? So to me at the time, Because I was so broke and living paycheck to paycheck, I took those money stories I was currently living in and I put them on all my potential clients. Now, the packages that people sign up with when they join, you know, a health and fitness coach, me in particular, were very inexpensive, like a couple hundred dollars, okay? Still are, very inexpensive. They're not expensive packages. But I would put my money stories on my clients, on my potential clients and customers and be like, oh my gosh, they're going to think this is so expensive. And that was just me playing out my own stories because now, years later, when I'm not in that same financial situation because I've done all the inner work and I've, you know, done all the things to shift my wealth consciousness, I don't think that at all. I think, oh my God, this is so cheap. Like, how could they not buy this? What a steal. How inexpensive. But we often don't realize how much of our money stories we're putting on to other people. And it's not their story. So if you are out there trying to build a business, a lot of the women I work with, they are really, really hard workers. They're hustlers. They get shit done. But they're definitely plateaued in their business. And they're plateaued in their income a lot of the times too. And what I often find is that they're really not charging enough. Now that comes down to a lot of different things. It could be a self-worth issue. It could be not placing any value on their value. A lot of things going on there. But one of the things that often happens is they take their money stories into their business and into their sales. And it's not fair to your client to assume that they have the same money stories as you because straight up they don't. You know, and you just never know how much money people have. You would be shocked 
the amount of money people have. So actually, that is what I want to give you as a task for today (laughs) as you listen to this episode. Because this one thing that I'm about to show you and teach you created such a massive shift in my mindset. It was insane. And it's such a simple thing. So this is what I'm going to tell you to do. Start seeing money everywhere. Start seeing money everywhere. Because here's the reality. Money abundance is everywhere. The only reason we don't see it is because we're so conditioned to lack. We're so conditioned to our own scarcity stories. It's literally like we can't see the forest for the trees. It's not because it's not there, okay? It's how the subconscious mind works. You can't see it. So what I started to do is I just started to practice seeing money everywhere because money is everywhere. The house you're in, the, the, what are, the ground you're walking on, the cars that are passing you by. I mean, money is freaking everywhere. It's literally piled up around you and you can't even see it. It's all over the effing place. The neighborhood you live in, look at all that money. The school that your kids go to or that the workplace you go to, like there is insane amounts of money around us and we just are so freaking oblivious to it. So what I started doing is I started practicing, practicing seeing money everywhere. So especially when I was out driving, like let's say I had to go to the grocery store. I would drive to the grocery store and I would practice seeing money. I would practice seeing really nice houses and really beautiful properties, really nice cars. It didn't even have to be really nice cars even necessarily. It didn't even have to be something nice. It could just be something that I was like, wow, that to me feels abundant. So don't get me wrong. It's not like I had to see a Prada handbag to notice wealth. I'm not really into handbags anyway. But (laughs) I started to see it everywhere. And once you start to teach yourself to see money everywhere, you open up that world of abundance that's always been there and you've just been totally blind to it. So I started practicing seeing it everywhere. When I was in the grocery store shopping and I saw, you know, somebody who looked really wealthy, I would see that. I would notice that. I would like bring it into my consciousness because before I was only noticing lack, right? I was only noticing what wasn't, what I didn't have, what others didn't have, where there was scarcity because that was the way I trained my brain to be. Everything comes down to habit. And if you're, if you're in scarcity and you're in your lack, that's just a habit. That's all it is. A brain-based habit, a brain-based way of being. And we can shift that. And there are subconscious reprogramming ways to do that. But this is a really great way to consciously start doing that. So that's the first thing I would do. That's my challenge for you moving forward. You know, make a note if you need to on your hand or on a sticky note. Put it on your mirror. I don't care. Put something somewhere that says start to see money everywhere to remind yourself to start to see money everywhere. So that was the first thing I did. Next thing I did was really helpful. And this is part two of the assignment. So you're going to start to see money everywhere. Just start to notice it. When you notice it, you are going to be triggered. Mark my words, you're going to be triggered. It's going to be different things for everybody. But something's going to come up. Sometimes it it will be a positive thing, but a lot of the times it's like a negative thing. So for example, I'm driving down the road and I'm like, okay, you're going to practice seeing money everywhere. Let's practice this. So I'd be driving and I'd be like, oh, look at that gorgeous house. Look at all that abundance. Like they, they have this amazing house and this yard. And I can just sense that this is like really abundant. There's lots of money there. 
Then I would notice what came up next. And it was always, for the most part, something pretty negative. It was my ego, the part of me that thought money was quote-unquote bad, the part of me that thought only certain kinds of people had money. That part of me that was dormant would come up. Because one of the other things that sometimes blocks people from money is they have subconscious beliefs about what money will make will mean about them. Wow, welcome to me stuttering today. Need to go to bed. But anyway, it will bring up subconscious stories about what they make money mean. And that's super important for you to become conscious of. So what this practice allows you to do is it allows you to start noticing money everywhere so you bring it into your consciousness, but it also allows you to see what your subconscious beliefs are around money because when you start to notice money, you're also going to start to notice those stories. And it's really, really important when you do these practices to get really present. So, you know, this is terrible. This is really terrible, but I'm going to just share it and just admit what it is. (laughs) So one of the stories that came up for me When I would see really, really nice houses and I would notice the wealth, I would notice the money and I would notice the abundance. One of the first things that would come up for me is the father, you know, I would just assume it's like a family, a husband and a wife. I would just assume, especially if it was a really nice mansion or something, that he was just an asshole. Like that guy works all the time. He's never with his family. He's probably just an asshole. His wife is probably neglected, (laughs) taking care of the kids all day. She probably doesn't work. He's making all the money. He's never home. Like, like what? Like what? <laughs> that was a subconscious belief I held, which shows me, whoa, Cassie, like, no, I know tons of people with money who are really, really, really amazing people. Number one. Number two, I know tons of dads who make really great money who are amazing fathers and they're extremely present. I also know dad or women who make the bulk of the money in the family and the dads stay home. Actually growing up, my neighbor across the street, they had a lot of abundance and she worked full time. She had a very, very amazing, super lucrative career and he stayed home. So it's like there are examples of where this isn't true, but it showed me what my beliefs were. Another thing that I used to get into, which again is a little embarrassing to admit, but it is what it is. We all have our stories, is when I would see a very wealthy woman driving a really nice car, have a really nice purse, super decked out, I would judge her and assume that she didn't make that money, which is really quite messed up. I would just assume, oh, her husband must have a really good job. And I started to notice, like, what? Why, why can't she make that money? I know so many women who make six and seven figures. And I'm like, what? I don't even know where I got that belief from. But see, that would have continued to play out in my reality had I not shifted that belief. Because now I don't operate from that belief at all, right? I know that women can make just as much, if not way, 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 way more money than men. Sex has nothing to do. Your gender has nothing to do with how much money you make. So start noticing money everywhere. Start to see the abundance everywhere because I swear it's piling up around you and you're just oblivious to it. Then when you notice it, notice what comes up for you. So the third thing I started doing is I noticed what came up for me and then I just started to practice shifting it. Now, thankfully, I have the most amazing, wonderful, just like the best human ever as a husband. And he's always been so good at celebrating other people and so non-judgmental of wealth. So when we used to pass wealthy people, I would have all these negative thoughts come up and all these 
disempowering beliefs around money come up and judgments. I was very judgmental of them, right? Because we have to judge what we crave. And he was never like that. He was always like, like literally he would say, good for them. Good for them. He must be, they must be doing a good job. I'm really happy for them. And like every single time, I've never once heard him be judgmental of somebody's success, be judgmental of somebody's wealth, be judgmental of somebody's abundance. Like he literally celebrates it. It's fascinating. And I started to notice how differently we operated. And I was like, I want to be like that. Like that's a really good attitude to have. What if instead of being judgmental or wishing I had it, being envious, whatever, I just started to say, fuck yeah, like good for you get it. Like, that's amazing. And that's what I've started to do. I celebrate the wealthy people around me. I don't assume their buttholes. I don't assume they did people wrong to get their money. I don't assume that if it's a woman, her husband made it. I don't assume anything about them except for hell. Yes. Good for you. Good for you. I don't care if you inherited it. I don't care how you got the money. Good for you. You're living an abundant life. That's amazing. And I celebrate that because you cannot have And call in what you condemn in another. Let me say that one more time. You cannot have and call into your own life what you condemn in another. So as long as I was condemning money or condemning the kinds of people who had a lot of money or being judgmental of the kinds of people who had massive houses, that was a big one for me. I would be like, why do you need a house that big? Like, and just get so judgmental and so like, I don't even know, but why? (laughs) You know, and it's like, now I see it and I'm like, good for you. Because that's clearly what makes you happy. That's your version of an abundant life. And even though it's not necessarily what I would want, that's amazing. Like, and I just celebrate it. So those are your steps. That's your assignment. It's going to freaking change your life straight up. Okay. So number one, notice money everywhere. Notice wealth everywhere. Number two, notice what comes up for you. So you can start shifting those subconscious stories that you're telling yourself. And number three, celebrate the wealth. Celebrate those people who have what you want. And I mean like wholeheartedly. Don't fake it. Like really truly celebrate them. And a bonus tip for you guys. I actually learned this one from my gorgeous soul sister, Jess Lynn. She, when she's paying bills or she's writing, you know, a check or she's paying somebody at a restaurant, she always writes paid with gratitude. And I I really like that practice because it really helps me. And it's something I'm really starting to do more. It really helps me stay in that abundance and realize that Oh, the most beautiful place to work from, you guys, is, oh gosh, I have one more thing for you. This just made me think of it. The most beautiful place I started operating from was realizing that when I'm spending money, I'm not losing anything. I'm actually creating abundance for other people. And when I'm creating abundance for other people, what you put out comes back. And it really allowed me to level up in my business. Like, so much. So for example, I recently hired a new virtual assistant, which by the way, she's like the actual tits if you need a VA. (laughs) Shout out to Krista. She's amazing. So I hired a new VA and you get what you pay for. So I invested a little bit more, not that she's like outrageously priced or anything, but she, she charges like what she's worth because she, she does a really good job and like literally she's amazing. And so I invested more because usually I was, I used to be like a you know, a cheapskate, like, oh, let me just hire the cheapest VA I can have just to get things running. And I realized like, whoa, it just creates more work for me. It's just not worth it. So I hired a better VA because you get what you pay for. 
And I was like, oh man, this is like more money going out of my business, you know? And you get into that scarcity, you get into that fear and those feelings of lack. And I was like, no, you're not going to go here. So what I've started to do is shift my awareness from this is money going out. This is money I'm losing out on. This is the hundreds of dollars every month that I'm losing or whatever it is, thousands, to okay, everything works in a flow, okay? So what I put out, I get back. That's just the way life is. So if I'm putting money out to her to expand her life, to help her have more abundance, to help her grow her business, that's creating expansion for another human being. And so that money that I'm putting out, that's gonna come back to me. And it may not come back to me as money. It may come back to me as abundance in another form, but ultimately, When I'm paying a bill to take you back to Jess Lynn, when she taught me to write, paid with gratitude, truly you can pay with gratitude. You can pay off your bills every month with gratitude or whatever. You pay your bill at a restaurant from a place of gratitude. And it shifts everything because first of all, you're just grateful that you have the money to pay. Like I'm just so grateful. Thank you so much. Like truly, thank you so much that I have this money that I can pay for this. But also that tip that I just left for that waitress who works really hard, that's creating abundance in her life. Like that's giving her a better a better life and, and giving her sustenance and it's helping her, which helps everybody. And I just, I just work from the place that when you do good, good comes back. When you give, you get. Like, and I don't do it to get, you know, it's not like I'm giving people, to, you know. It's just kind of like when people are like, well, if you want to increase your abundance, give to charity, absolutely. But you have to give with an open heart. You can't just give being like, okay, I'm going to give, but universe, I'm just waiting for you to give this back to me, right? We don't want to give from that space. But it really has helped me shift a lot of things, and especially when it comes to investing in my business because I just think about, okay, that money's going into somebody else's business to create expansion for them. And I know that it's also creating expansion for me because when I invest in my business, that always creates expansion for me. It helps me grow my business. And I know, I know, no, 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 it's going to come back to me tenfold. So that is it for today's episode. (laughs) I hope those tips were helpful. This was such a fun one to record because it's been such a game changer for me. So if you are interested in getting connected, I would absolutely love to be friends. You can follow me on Instagram. My handle is gratefully underscore Cassie. Also, I wanted to share with you that doors are officially open for my Success From Within Accelerator program. So what is that? This is a group coaching program, an intimate container for established female entrepreneurs who are ready to fully claim their success, abundance, and soul line business, okay? And it's a high vibe, you know, very intimate container, like I said, for the established entrepreneur who's ready to master energetic sales, energetic marketing, and align energetics in general, and is also ready to step into her most empowered leadership and understand how to shift all her subconscious blocks for success. So this container is really for the woman already working towards creating her six-figure business. She's 100% determined to make it her reality. She knows that it will happen, and she knows the power in having a coach to show her the steps. And if you're stuck at your current level of income or success, no matter what you do, then I have a truth bomb for you. It's not your strategy. It's not your offers and your marketing. It's not even your audience size that's the problem or the feeling that you never have enough time. Because these issues are all surface level. And solving one of these is just putting a band-aid on a bleeding neck, (laughs) essentially. Because the real issue is what's going on inside your head. 
When you shift internally and become energetically aligned, you create unparalleled results and collapse the timeline. And that is what we do in the Success From Within Accelerator. So this group program is application only and applications are officially open. So if this speaks to you, if that sounds like a container that you would be interested in and you want more details, then there are really two ways to get more information. Number one, you can just message me on Instagram. Just message me at gratefully underscore Cassie. Say, I'm interested in details on the success from within an accelerator and I'll be in touch. Option number two is to go to the following website, which is again, a mouthful because I keep making really long links. Okay, so just bear with me. So the URL is applysfw.cassiebiltscoaching.com slash apply. I know, I know. I got to make better links, you guys. I will share the link in the show notes, but if it's easier, just message me on Instagram and I will see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.